Today we are broadcasting from Nipaluna, Lutruwita. We pay our respects to the traditional custodians of this land and elders past, present and emerging. We extend our respect to any First Nations, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people joining us this morning. For a feel-good start to another day. This is Triple M Breakfast. Triple M Breakfast. It's a big show. Always a big show. It is always, It's a Monday show of Monday things from the weekend. (laughs) What you missed today was the Premier, Jeremy Rockliffe. Uh, He was on the show uh, answering your questions, Hobart. Hmm. Kaz talks about RSI. Yes. Very important topic. Yes. I talk (laughs) about my time at Mona Foma. Yes. You're very cultured now. I'm very sporty and you're continuing your culture. I (laughs) wouldn't say getting more culture. You were quite cultured. And Peter44, join us live. Here's what you missed. You're up and about. I am. Been awake for a long time. <laughs> I've been awake since last week, it feels like. A big weekend. Massive weekend. What did you get up to, Hobart? Text us through your pictures. We love seeing your pictures. 0488881073. The last week of summer. Is it? Mm-hmm. Summer, autumn. We're going to autumn. I was just doing the seasons in my head. Then a little song. <laughs> little summer, calculation. autumn, winter, spring. I'm surprised autumn. You didn't hear the uh, cogs ticking around there as you went through the <laughs> seasons. As the cogs were ticking around in my head there, just trying to figure out the word season. Season. It's Triple M Breakfast. Producer Rhea joins us live in the studio. Morning, Rhea. Good morning. What is making news? So a new analysis of NAPLAN results have been revealed for the first time and it's how Australian schools compare between the states and territories. So they've shown us the top 100 primary schools across the country and the top 100 secondary schools based on the average NAPLAN results. Right. So interesting, but not one Tassie school has made the cut in either of the 100 from primary or secondary. Hmm. Why is right. that? Yeah. Do we do the test? We, we do do, do the test. Absolutely, we do. Do and, we? But do our it? yeah, our results just aren't up there. Oh, we can't even find a list of the top two hundred or three hundred. Or did we Tazzy squeeze in there anywhere? Yeah, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see where we do come in. So how what's far the down issue? the list is? Well, we didn't do very well in the testing this time. Have we been in there before? Well, like this is the first time they've shown it in this way. Okay. So it's hard to sort of say, but it is interesting. So New South Wales came in at number one. They had about 50 of each in both of the lists. Victoria was number two. Queensland was number three. But we don't have to feel too bad, but it's, you know, Northern Territory and ACT also had neither. (sighs) Well, we know Educators, teachers, if you know anything about it, give us a call. Yeah, and look, this isn't about them. This is about the funding and the support that they're getting, I reckon. We've heard from teachers for many, many years about how they're not getting enough support. This is the future of our country. This is the future of our state right here, right now. Education is key for everything. Everything. Absolutely. And it doesn't, it's not just restricted to young people, although that is the most important part of education. It's about education of our people as we go through life. We need more of it. Let's get to some good news. Some gold, Rhea. The Tassie Tigers have claimed their third straight WNCL title with a six-wicket win over Queensland on Saturday. Absolutely massive. (laughs) Was there. Had a great time. Uh, I was there as well. I know you were there. I saw you (laughs) You there, Kaz. You know it's big when I'm there. (laughs) (laughs) If you can get Kaz there, you're doing something right. We're going to go into this a little bit later on in Tubes of Spin on Sport as I was lucky enough to be there and lucky enough to capture... Some great commentary on the sidelines from the team after they'd won their third time in a row. Three WNCL titles for the Tasmanian Tigers. An amazing masterclass put on by Nicola Carey, scoring 111 not out in a final. How good is that? Player of the match, she was. Huge. Outstanding. And the Tassie Tigers, three, Pete. A massive congratulations to everyone involved in the Cricket Tasmanian program over there, particularly Sally Ann Beams and Dan Marsh, who were... Former coaches, now Sally Ann Beam, 
Beams is the head of high performance. Mm-hmm. She's the chief there. And Dan Marsh has gone on to be the assistant coach of the Australian women's team. But they set this up about five years ago. They set the belief. They set the standards. And Elise Villani, amazing leader over at Cricket Tasmania. She's unbelievable. We'll hear from her a little bit later on too. But producer Rhea, thanks for coming into the studio to give us a news update. Anytime. Kaz, I got some culture in on the weekend. Oh. I wasn't just sport, sport, sport. You're crossing over to my side with a bit of culture, and well, I'm. That's crazy, isn't it? Because I'm going to sport, and you're going to. I've always, I've theater. always dabbled in the theatre. You, you know have, that, I know and you. I'm, I'm big on trying to indulge in all things that happen in Tasmania. So. On the weekend, we dabbled with Simona Foma. My daughter mm. Molly and I went to a show called Isaac and Nora, who were these Italian, uh, sorry, French Korean kids singing in Spanish. Unbelievable. <laughs> Let's cover they quite were, a few cultures. I think they were 16 and 14. Really? Yep. Absolutely incredibly talented. A wonderful show. They were singing like mariachi songs and Spanish and Colombian tunes. It was unbelievable. And how old is Molly? Molly's six. So oh, wow. took her along. She got dressed up properly and went into the uh, went into the city hall. No, town hall. How beautiful, beautiful is the town hall? She was loving it, loving the chandeliers. But on Saturday, we took the whole family, Erin, my partner, Molly, our six-year-old, and Ray, our four-year-old, to Zinzi and the Zillionaires. Oh, we spoke to them, spoke to Zinzi last week. We did. We did speak to Zinzi. Now... I didn't know who I knew who Zinzi was. I knew she was on Play School. Didn't know a lot about Zinzi and the Zillionaires. So we went and did some research, the kids and I, on Friday beforehand. So we watched a few of their YouTube clips, and Zinzi has her Zillionaires and her Zillies, which are her characters that are big, sort of like puppets, sort of weird things. What would you? How would you describe them? Rare? They're like, um, like mascots. Mascots, yeah, like mascots and muppets, sort of. Puppets, yeah. Yeah. Thanks for that. That's why that's why producer <laughs> Rare's here. So we did our research. The kids loved it. They were watching the movies on YouTube or the videos on YouTube and they're like, Oh, this is gonna be cool. We turned up, got some seats, there were heaps of kids there, heaps of parents. It was a really lovely vibe and as we heard from Zinzi last week, they're all about joy, kindness yes. and happiness, and it was an excellent vibe. Molly and Ray had the opportunity to stick around afterwards because Zinzi said, if you want to meet us, me and the Zillies, stick around, we're going to come out into the crowd. So Molly's like, wants to meet Zinzi. We're not going anywhere, Dad. (laughs) Where we were sitting, she came straight out of the door right next to us. So Molly was one of the first kids to go up and she had one of the Zillies, the big tall white one with the extra long arms come out and Molly gave that Zilly a high five and spoke to Zinzi. She goes, Zinzi... On the videos on the internet, I watched you. Where is your red and pink Zilly? Oh. Because one of them was missing. So Molly went straight in with the journalistic approach. Yes. And asked the hard-hitting questions. Where is that Zilly? Zinzi said, well, that Zilly has a little fear of heights, so didn't want to come on the plane. (laughs) But hopefully next time we can try and convince that one to come on down. And Molly looked at her and went, and this is actually the words that came out of her mouth. Fair enough. <laughs> it's Triple M Breakfast. We spin the Triple M prize wheel every morning before 7am. And all you have to do to get a prize is call one triple three five three, just like Alish from Kingston. Morning, Alish. Hi, Tubes. Hi, Kaz. How are you? Hi, hi, Alish. Good morning. What's <laughs> on for your day today, Alish? Oh, I'm getting ready for work. I'm a little bit later than I normally am. A bit of a sleep in this morning? Yeah. Oh, I, had a, I worked last night and then I got a call at 3.30 from our security company saying someone locked themselves out. Oh, you're <laughs> the on-call person. On-call person at so the moment. <laughs> locked themselves out of? Their room in the motel. Oh, did yeah. they have a towel around them and nothing else? Or isn't that everyone's <laughs> nightmare that you go out into the hallway with your room service they tray? Out? Well, why were well, they doing out at 3.30? At 3.30 on a Sunday night, seriously. <laughs> Sounds like they're having they a good time. They have a life. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's some cool stuff going on in Hobart this week. So yeah. much happening, isn't yeah. there? there what, do you is. like, what do you like doing in your spare time, Alish? Got something exciting on Wednesday night. Oh, what's that? 
That would be the jerk jumpers. Oh, oh, yes. Could you help me put it out to the universe that I need three jack jumpers tickets? Because it's going to happen. I'm going to will it. You know, I got four because I have two memberships, kind of. And so I have given two away to my friend's daughter for her birthday. Oh, that's good. That's calm. good karma. Good karma. Good things will come back to you. Quality stuff, Alicia. Are the Jackies yep. going to do it against Illawarra on Wednesday? Easy. Strange yeah. time, 5.30. Yeah, good time. Yeah, good time for me, but yeah. not for a lot of people. Not for a lot. Launceston Cup, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. so if you can't go, put your tickets back on for sale or whatever they do. People are already selling. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Oh. Well, Alicia, we've spun the Triple M prize. Well, what number have we got there, Kaz? 81. <laughs> 81. You happy with that, Alicia, or you want to spin again? Well, Kaz, you said that you it was a really good prize. Uh, well, I, no, really I liked the number 81. I just had a feeling. I can't see Tube's big spreadsheet of prizes over there. <laughs> can't you? No. No, keep my no, spreadsheet real secret, yeah. Alish. This is a... Feeling lucky? You oh, yeah. feeling lucky? So I'm going to go with you. Oh, right. yes. No worries. <laughs> Alish, you have won. Money to spend at Circle of Life Donuts. Oh, oh dear, my hips. No, no. They worry. are delicious. They are the best. They yeah. are the best. Kingston on a Thursday. There you go, oh. Alish from Kingston. Well done. Some Circle of Life Donuts, all yours. Well done. Thank you so much. Go, Jackies. We'll see, yes, you. We'll see you there. We'll yeah, see you there. in our green. Thank you. Triple breakfast. Kaz, did you see that the Labor Party, as part of their election promises, are going to spare Tasmanian taxpayers from paying for Marinus Link? So, Tubes, all of these things are not coming out now, but are being brought to our attention because there is an election. Yep. Marinus Link, what is it? It is an interconnector between Tasmania and mainland Australia. So it's an extension cord an, an underground, from Tasmanian to big Australia. Yep, an underground extension <laughs> As cord. As my son calls Australia. That's big correct. Australia. Big Australia, a big extension cord. Big, okay, for when power. That, so you for power, so sending power to the mainland, importing power from the mainland. I don't think we do that that much, but it's all to do with the price of electricity. So sometimes we do import power to Tasmania, but... Initially, it was quoted at $3.1 billion. It's blown out to $5.5 billion. That old chestnut. Rebecca White is saying that the federal government should cover the costs of that and Tasmanian taxpayers should not have to do that. They're saying it's an important part of infrastructure, but what Rebecca White and the Labor Party are planning to do or promising to do is shift the cost away from Tasmanian taxpayers and put it in the hand of the Australian taxpayers. So essentially, because we are Tasmanian taxpayers, we pay tax to the Australian government, and we will be paying for some of it through our taxes, but not as much. So we think we need we need a lot of money to fix a lot of things in mm-hmm. Tasmania: health, education, etc. Yes. How does it sit that all of a sudden we're giving a massive big chunk of money, which we may not be? Mm-hmm. For, for, for the mainland. Well, it's an important part. Do we benefit? How do how do I benefit? Well, in my we house benefit. In Luna, so in the my way that, the way that we benefit is that we will sell power to the mainland when the cost of power is high. So that comes back to us through hydro. So Does it? So my hydro yes. bill will be lower because we've put in this massive big extension cord. Essentially, yep. Yeah. But there's also consistency of service. So if something happens to the hydro, we can import power. It's also for telecommunications. So I'm sure there'll be some telecom companies that will put (laughs) through things as well. So it's it's an interesting promise. Wonder what your thoughts are, Hobart. Send us a text message and let us know what you think. 0488881073 that Labor are promising to spare Tasmania taxpayers from paying for Mariners Link. It's triple. We are chatting with the Bureau of Meteorology to give you an update on all things weather this week. Good morning to you, Mark Annalat. And a very good morning to you both. Well, it's chilled off a little in Tasmania over the last few days, given that we had a 36-degree day last week. What can we expect this week, Mark? 
Hopefully nothing that hot, I must say. Uh, look, we should be in for a fine day today. Mostly sunny afternoon, heading for a top of 21 degrees in Hobart. And across the rest of the state, pretty much the same thing, really, with temperatures around the, uh, the low 20s uh, across the state. Some light winds um, should hopefully help any firefighter eff firefighter, uh, firefighting efforts going on uh, through the central parts of the state. So, Mark, how are we looking for our bushfires and the conditions that we want to avoid for that? Yeah, pretty settled conditions today, light winds, so hopefully that should help. Um, there has been a bit of light, light shower activity. I don't think that would have made any difference uh, overnight, but those showers will clear off this morning, giving us a mostly sunny day. Tomorrow we do see conditions um, starting to heat up a little bit and uh, come Wednesday we'll see some high cloud increasing, maybe some showers or patchy rain moving across uh, the state and across the fire grounds as well. So um, hopefully that might help uh, the firefighting efforts there on Wednesday with that uh, high cloud and uh, showers, patchy rain moving across the state. Later in the week, conditions do start to cool off. A southerly wind will drive some cooler temperatures up and at this stage, the weekend looks pretty cool as well with uh, temperatures dropping below, uh, sort of hovering in the, in the mid to high teens. So um, a warmish start to the week, but cooling off for the weekend. I have a quick qu cloud question, Mark. Oh dear. <laughs> do, do all clouds contain rain? Oh. Um, they all contain moisture. Whether there's enough moisture in that cloud to defy gravity and, and um, <laughs> sort of remain hovering in the ground, uh, hovering up in the sky. Um, but yeah, you do need a lot of moisture before it uh, sort of comes together and, and forms a raindrop that's heavy enough to uh, to reach the ground. I like that you put that in simple man's terms for me, Mark. Appreciate that's it. The only one I've got <laughs> one more question then if we're asking questions this morning. Okay, go on. Why does it always rain? On me. <laughs> <laughs> Not doing song request, Jeeves. Why does it always r rain at school pickup at five to three? Well, that's funny you should say that. It doesn't always rain, but uh, no, it's it's quite a, an interesting thing because our maximum heating usually ha happens around two or three o'clock in the afternoon, and that provides the most amount of energy for the uh, for whatever moisture is in the atmosphere to precipitate out. So it it is quite usual, and of course we're out and about, so we notice it, but. Um, yeah, it's not a not an uncommon thing. Well, there you go. Mark <laughs> Anirak from the Bureau of Meteorology, we appreciate your time. Cheers, mate. See ya. What a weekend of sport and recreation. Cheers. <laughs> a nice weekend, It was a wasn't big it? weekend. It was a beautiful weekend. Sun was out. Uh, yes. Yesterday didn't quite get to whatever it was meant to get to. I thought it was going to be hot and sunny, but... Still wasn't up, too bad. Wasn't bad. Saturday mm -hmm. went to... The cricket. You did. No, actually, went from dancing. Alex yes. goes to dancing in the city house of dance. Then we went, got changed in the car, went to cricket. Master Blaster had a what cricket do you call blast. It? The cricket, cricket blast, blast clinic. Yep. Clinic. So all the kids got to, you know, hit the ball and bat and whatever they do on the on oval. Blunt, yep, Blunston on Arena. Blunston Arena, which is followed, very cool. Followed by a game of cricket by. The Tasmanian Tigers and someone else. Who <laughs> the Queensland Fire. Apart from that, the Triple M roadies were there. Yes. And also, there was a free sausage sizzle. So after the kids blasted on the field, they all came off sausages, cooking, ready for them, fresh bread. Yes. How uh, good? Oh, Alex had four, I think, last count, which was good. That was lunch. <laughs> My and kids love sausage. Like, well, actually... Molly, our daughter, won't eat sausages. Ray loves a snag. But, you know, traditionally you put your sausage in diagonal across the bread, put your sauce on top. Of course. I'm not going to go into the onion debate. Mm. Sauce on top. And then you eat from the end of the sausage through. The hot bit and you go. The hot <laughs> bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like and usually that nice lambs. little bit burnt, not burnt, but yeah, yeah. crispy. Chris, crispy yeah. bit. Not Ray. He eats them. Flat, like turns it and eats it like a sandwich. What? Yeah, he's he's a bit this, nuts. You're you're responsible for these chips. Yeah, Do you have to go and sit in the car when you go to Bunnings and stuff like I, that? Is I, it? I've you... tried to tell him. I've tried to tell him that's not eat, how you eat sausages. But free sausage sizzle oh, on they Saturday. They kept cooking them. They kept going. Oh, they were great. So good. And the ice cream from the Triple M roadies. Oh my god! It was like Valhalla choc tops. Oh, Big yep. line of kids there. Free ice cream. Free ice cream. 
So there's Alex is just it's like all of a sudden sport, you know, sport sausages. So met you. You came out into the ground and, you know. Did come and say good day to the kids. Oh, he doesn't want to see me. It's all about tubes. <laughs> kids love that. But I had to go and have a word to the roadies because, right. you know, Alex is getting pretty full of himself, thinks he's, you know, running Triple M now. You know, he's, he's <laughs> yeah. the man because he knows tubes. What yep. do you expect? So I had to go and have a chat to the girls and say, look, if uh, Alex comes up and, you know, tries to get a couple of ice creams, you need to cut him off. And they looked a bit puzzled. Now, Tubes, they don't have an RSI, I found out. Repetitive strain injury. No. Responsible service of ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) It's Triple M Breakfast. Kaz, an enormous day at Blunston Arena for the Tasmanian Tigers 3-peat. Our Tasmanian Tigers women's program has been so successful and we won our third title in a row. I say we because I feel like that group of players have really embraced the community. And And you've been with them, I feel, every step of the way, cheering them on. I've been very privileged to be in and around that group of players. They are some of the most humble and genuine people that I know. Not just athletes, but just humble yeah. and genuine people. There's never any trouble when I head in to ask to talk to them. It was an amazing game of cricket, one of the most complete games of cricket that I've seen in quite some time. Queensland Fire won the toss, elected to bat, set a target of 249 for the Tasmanians to win. It was an amazing bowling innings by the Tasmanians. They restricted them to just 248, as I said, Heather Graham took three wickets for 39. An amazing catch by MNXGs to dismiss the captain, Georgia Redmayne, who looked like she was going on to be on fire. An outstanding run out by Sasha Maloney at the, at the bowler's end, fielding off her own bowling. It was a complete effort by the fielding side. And then... Elise Villani came out and knocked 32 around. Nicola Carey came to the crease very early. They were one for eight, one wicket for eight runs early. Lizelle Lee got dismissed early. Nicola Carey just went about her business, scored 111 (laughs) runs not out off 135 balls, taking Tasmania to victory. Heather Graham chipping in with 63 as well, and she did an amazing job. Loves batting with Nicola Carey. I caught up with the team after the game. And it was just, like I said, a real privilege to be there. Dom Baker is the CEO of Cricket Tasmania. The full chat with the girls will be up on the list wrap, but I did chat with Dom Baker, the CEO of Cricket Tasmania, and this is what he had to say in the change rooms after the game. Dom Baker, the CEO of Cricket Tasmania, three in a row. What does that mean to you? Oh, it's fantastic, isn't it? Not not too many teams win one, mate, let alone two, and then three, but... You know, it's quite, it's quite odd because we walked off the ground last year after, you know, probably stealing one out of the fire and Elise Villani said to me, we've got to get our heads together, Dom, because we've got to win one, we've got to win it again next year. So these girls are, you know, they're a unique bunch of people. I'm not surprised by their success. What they are doing is they're growing the game of female cricket exponentially down here so quickly. Like we can barely cope with it, to be fair, but great fun, mate. They're great people. Nicola Carey, knock back an Australian contract yeah. to play more cricket under the Cricket Tasmania program. What do you have to say about that? It's funny because Nick and I talked about it and it was I probably wasn't that much in favour of it, to be fair. I, I like people to play at the, the highest. So when she said, Dom, I'm not playing any cricket and for her to be playing consistent cricket she's won the player of the tournament obviously made a ton today she's guided us to victory and she's achieved what she wanted to do and that and what she wanted to do was win a flag for Tasmania and play a lot of cricket and she's done it a credit to her credit to the girls around her who supported her to do it as well you know so that's mate it's great you, you can see the atmosphere in here now we'll have a good couple of days and then we'll get the boys up and away we'll go so we're fine well Dom go and enjoy it mate congratulations amazing achievement of the Cricket Tasmania program That's what happens right. next we're rolling into our Shield match um, in a couple of at the end of the week for the boys and, and so we, we're one victory away from hosting a Shield final and if I could unite the two biggest trophies in domestic Australian cricket it would be a very proud moment for this organisation and we're, we're bloody determined to do it
Well, the rest of Tassie's behind you too, Dom. All the very best, mate. Cheers, mate. Good on you. It was a massive atmosphere wow. in the How change rooms. good does that sound? Yeah, it was terrific. I have a chat with Sasha Maloney, Molly Strano, Maisie Gibson, Elise Villani, Naomi Stalenberg, Lauren Smith and Heather Graham on the Listener app. It'll be up there for Tubes' full spin on sport. Head along there. Peter 44, Australia's number one entertainment reporter. Good morning, guys. Good to be back. What's making news, 40? Oh, this terribly sad story up in Sydney of the two guys who were murdered. And one of them has been on television. Uh, his name's Jesse Dead. And he was in a relationship with a, a, a bloke called Luke Davies. And it was all going really well. And an ex has come along and allegedly has killed them both. And the search is on for at the moment, to try and find the bodies. But it's just one of those really creepy, sad, tragic stories. I, I didn't know either of them, but I do know people who knew Jesse really well and worked with him. And they said he was just such a terrific young guy and so full of enthusiasm and had a great career ahead of him, either on camera or as a producer. And in fact, his new job, which he was due to start in a few weeks' time, was as a producer on a reality TV show. But uh, last night, a lot of his, his colleagues, former colleagues, got together in Paddington, including Angela Bishop. She was there, and they went and they laid flowers at the house, which, of course, is still a crime scene. And then they went and they, they spent some time sort of condoling each other and reminiscing at a local pub. But, yeah, a terribly sad story. But they've started up a GoFundMe page. This is being done with the permission of the family, and it's not for the family to gain anything, whatever expenses are going to come up in the next weeks, they don't want money for that at all. They will pay all those bills. This is simply to get money in and they will then siphon that money off onto charities that they know Jesse approved of and supported. So, yeah, there's a GoFundMe page in his honour. Okay. And, Forty, if this conversation raises any issues for our listeners, for you, or you can contact Lifeline 24-7 on 13 11 14 or the National Sexual Assault Sexual Assault, Family and Domestic Violence Counselling Line, 1-800-RESPECT. That's 1-800-737-732. Now, Travis Kelsey is back in Vegas after his short trip to Australia, 40. God, he didn't hang around long, did he? No. So... He was out of here on Saturday morning and he's already back in Vegas and partying and there's vision coming in of him up there. This is still the victory celebrations for the Super Bowl. So, gee, you think our AFL players party hard when they have a win? These guys are still roaring. And there's a lot of vision of him there surrounded by kind of scantily clad girls and stuff. So I hope it doesn't all turn ugly. I mean, there'll be a lot of paparazzi and media who will want to be determined to find something they can make a story out of. You know, oh, Travis is cheating on, on Taylor or whatever. Let's hope that's not the case. And anyway, I reckon she could be heading over there tomorrow because she finishes tonight in Sydney and she's got several days off before she's got to be in Singapore. So I reckon she could do a quick trip back to the States. Isn't that funny how a, a trip to the States is now considered a quick trip, 40? <laughs> a quick trip. Yeah, well, that's true. But it is slightly different that, that when you've got the mindset of a private jet, which most of us don't have. <laughs> and, 40, I'll tell you what, I'd be less worried about the paparazzi than I would the Swifty fans. Oh, yeah. If, well, that's the interesting thing. He, you know, he makes a bad move. Uh, those Swifty fans will come after him. <laughs> now, Mel B, of course, the Spice Girl, Mel Brown, has revealed how she, how broke she was after her marriage broke up. Yeah, she really had to start from scratch. I mean, she's revealed that when it was all over and done, her husband was a bloke called Stefan Belafonte, the odd cat who I interviewed a couple of times. But uh, when she finally got free of him, she basically had $1,300 Australian in the bank. Now, that's someone who'd earned about $15 million through the years, Whoa. and it was all gone. And she was so broke, she had to move into her mother's house. Mum had a spare bedroom, which was great, and happily took her in. But Mel had three kids, so they all have to sleep in the one bed. But, you know, she's got the gigs coming in again, the money's coming in again, so she's back on her feet. But she really had a rough time. Yeah, good news for Mel B. Forty, we'll catch up with you on Friday. Have a great week. Have a great one. It's Triple M all you have to do, Kaz, is head along to triplem.com.au. We are looking for you to head along to that website, mm-hmm. fill in a form, tell us your name, what suburb you're from, 
and how you'd like to treat yourself. Ah, I treated myself a couple of days ago with a nice bunch of flowers from the IGA. I treat myself every day. (laughs) Yesterday, oh, I went to the theatre with my daughter. That's how I treated myself for part of Monophoma. Got a ticket to see a live concert. That's how we treat ourselves. We might have treated ourselves, I'm breaking this news to my son Ray, Molly and I might have treated ourselves as well to an ice cream after the concert. I hope there was RSI. <laughs> Responsible service of ice cream. There was. There was. All you got to do is head along to triplem.com.au, just like Christy from Claremont has done. Good morning, Christy. Good morning. How hard was it to fill in the form on the internet, Christy? Not hard at all. Oh, and look what happened. We call you it. and have a chat about it. <laughs> what did you write? How? Where are you from, Christy? What do you do? Um, Let's learn I'm about from you. Claremont. Yes. Okay, I'm from Claremont. I work in admin. Excellent. Um, and I filled in the form because my good friend Lisa is turning 50 in March mm. and I'd like to do something special for her. 50 is the new 28? Correct. Oh, Correct. definitely. <laughs> now, Chrissy, what I've loved about this over the last couple of weeks that we've been treating Hobart is that a lot of people are not just treating themselves, they're treating their friends and their family, and I love that, Christy. Yes. Tell us about Lisa. Um, Lisa is a good friend of mine and she's always there for me when I need her through good times and bad times and she's just wonderful. Now we need some specifics here, Christy. What? How exactly do you want to treat yourself and Lisa for Lisa's 50th? Oh, I'd like to go away for the weekend. We have mm. a few friends. Okay. Mm. All right, Christy, well, we might go to an afternoon tea or a winery or something to celebrate her 50th. How's that sound? That'd be fine. There you That'd go. Be wonderful. Christy yeah. from Claremont heading away with Lisa. You love to see it. Well done, Lisa, Christy, and well done to Lisa. Happy birthday for March. Great. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. That's Christy from Claremont treating herself at triplem.com.au. Triple M breakfast. Now, Kaz, we've been over at Blunt's oh. Arena, you and I, this weekend. I was there to have official duties commentating the Tasmanian Tigers taking on Queensland Fire in their three-peat. They ended up winning, which was sensational. The crowd numbers were amazing. The official duties of the mums taking their kids to cricket while their husbands were playing cricket. (laughs) So I went to watch the Tasmanian Tigers. You did. And then I had to leave there and go to my husband's cricket at Gilston Bay for Montague Bay. Who won? There you go. Well done, Montague Bay. I only know they won because I checked Facebook to see if the game had finished. They used to. Do you know that they used to tell it? They used to put a live stream, but they, I think they stopped it because the wives and partners know what time the game finished. Then, <laughs> anyway. So the next day, Sunday was a big sports day because you know sport in the air. And I've got an eight-year-old son, Alex. Yes. Good morning, Alex. So he wants to go down to the school oval, play a bit of tennis, bit of cricket. So we get the tennis rackets get the cricket bats. I'm like, right, I'm pretty sporty now. I'm hanging out with tubes. Like, you know, I'm <laughs> sports running through my veins. So we go down. Tennis rackets are ready. I went, I'll play. Oh, no, mum. Well, why can't I play? Well, no, dad's playing. But we've, oh, you only bought two rackets. Okay, all right, I'll sit this one out. And I, okay, well, you know, I'm not that good at tennis, but I'm happy to give it a go. And we're trying to teach our kids to Give things a go. Yeah. Then we go out to play the cricket. Alex, can I play cricket, please? No, no, you can't. So I eventually wore him down. He said, yes, you can play. You can be a fielder. Now, I don't know about that. I think that was a bit of a stitch up because all I had to do was run and <laughs> go and find the ball, the ball <laughs> yeah. and like throw it back to the bowler, my husband, who then – so I felt a bit out of the game. I said, hang on a minute, you two. Yeah, I feel left out. Do you do realise that I've had seven minutes training at Blunston Arena with the Tasmanian Tigers team with YouTube? Yeah, good times. Alex swaggers over, you know, twirling his bat. Hey, Mum, you maybe should have made it eight. <laughs> it's triple M breakfast. We love getting your texts on oh four double eight double eight one oh seven three. This one comes in from Gary. Hot Tub Gary, in fact, from Bridgewater. Guess what? Hot Tub Gary's not in a hot tub. He's in a hot place. So he says, good morning, guys. Hot Tub (laughs) Gary here. Quick trip to Brisbane and the Gold Coast. And he sent us a picture looking down 
on the river. That, what's the river that runs through Brisbane? Is it the Brisbane River? Uh, I think so. Thanks for the text, Hot Tub Gary. Thanks. Interesting. Do, doesn't travel with a hot tub, Hot Tub Gary. Oh, big hot tubs in Brisbane. <laughs> Look at him in the sunshine. Good on you, Gary. David from Melbourne says, ask the Premier why they continue to ignore expanding the My State Bank Arena, leaving 4,000 Jack Jumpers fans on a wait list. It's David in Melbourne. Thank you. Maddie in New Norfolk. Morning, Maddie. Says, how can you make a statement? Tasmania's paying mainland prices and then wonder why we're excluded like we don't belong to Australia. Maddie in New Norfolk. Mm. I think that's, I think it's fair. The power that is generated here in Tasmania is Tasmanian power, right? Right. We export that for a price. Why aren't Tasmanians paying Tasmanian prices for Tasmanian power and Tasmanian prices for Tasmanian vegetables? Hmm. Well, why aren't we? Don't know. We Because we're part of the <laughs> national energy market, case. Okay. Which is a It's a funny very... thing, power, isn't it? Because you need it. And you pay for it, and we can't see it. You can't hold it. You can't, and you're just sort of giving away all this money for. Well, I think we take it for granted, power, don't we? We do. We do. <laughs> That's my spin on power. We've had a 22.5 percent power increase, says George in Cressy. Good morning, George. Thanks for the text on 0488881073. percent rise mm. in power. That is a lot. People are turning power off to save money. Who would have thought that's just not on? But are we? But are we? Are we? Like, I don't know. We heard Rebecca White, the leader of the Labor Party, talk about this a while ago, that people are choosing between heating and eating. That Mm -hmm. was when our prices went up 11.88%. That was in June last year, I think, from memory. But it, and something that we're going to be talking about, we're going to be looking into is, is are people being hit with power bills from? They think their power accounts are up to date, and they're you know paying paying what they should for mm. their bills, and then they're being hit with bills from four years ago that are just is that here. right? Yeah, so I'm only just starting to have a look at that. I've been reading a few comments on social media where people are actually, you know, commenting getting old bills getting. Caught up bills. They thought they were caught up with their power payments and they're saying, oh, no, we've, we found some charges that you didn't pay back in 2020. And you, people have changed banks. They can't look back through their bank statements to see whether they paid them. So it's just a he said, she said. Well, what do you do? I think the Premier's coming on to announce something as far as power bills go. So it'll be interesting to hear what he has to say after 8.30. If you have a question for the Premier... Text it in, 0488881073. That number again, 0488881073. Every day we give away 100 bucks cash thanks to Creative's $50,000 first-home builder's boost. And all you have to do to be in the running to win that 100 bucks, Kaz, is call... one triple three five three. Just like Shane from Newtown. Morning, Shane. Morning, mate. How are you? Good, thank you. What's happening in your world, Shana? Oh, I've got a house inspection and an eye examination. That's about it for me. <laughs> That's a pretty full-on day. Oh, no. Yeah. But you can't yeah. see your house because you need your eye inspection. Is, <laughs> it, <laughs> is it clean and tidy? He doesn't know. I don't know. I, I can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> what have you got first, Shane, the eyes or the uh, house inspection? Oh, uh, the inspection first, then the eyes. That's Ooh. like, uh, yeah. That's like saying, can I have a punch in the face and a punch in the guts? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's just going to be one of those days. Uh, Look, Shane, hopefully you can start it off with a beauty with 100 bucks cash in your pocket. Can you test your buzzer for me, please, Shane? Shane. Beautiful. You'll be taking on Lee from Austin's Ferry. Morning, Lee. Hey, Jeeves, how you going? Good, thanks. What's happening in your world? Not much this morning. You Not haven't much. got anything going on like Shane in Newtown who's got a house inspection followed by no, an eye inspection? No, just the uh, just getting the car fixed this morning and that's about it. There you go. Can you test your buzzer, please, for us, Lee? Lee. <laughs> Beautiful. All right, we've got two players, Shane from Newtown, Lee from Austin's Ferry. Two questions correct will earn you 100 bucks, fellas. Let's hit it. Thanks to Creative's $50,000 first home builders boost, which is on now by Creative Homes. 
Question number one. Which Tasmanian Tiger won player of the match in their WNCL three-peat on Saturday? Was it A, Nicola Carey, B, Elise Perry? Lee. Shane. Lee? A. Correct. It was Nicola Carey. Of course, Elise Perry plays for Australia and Victoria, so it's not her. Well done, Lee. You're halfway to 100 bucks. Question number two. After 9am, how many lanes on the Tasman Bridge are headed towards the eastern shore? Is it eight? Shane? Um, three. Correct, Shane. We're off to a tiebreaker. Of course, those lanes. <laughs> oh, there was a shudder. <laughs> Even Lee's <laughs> <laughs> loves <a> tiebreaker. <laughs> it doesn't get any more exciting on a Monday morning, does it? No. <laughs> Correct answer here, fellas. Gets you 100 bucks cash to start your week the right way. Question number three. What is the bay... That Swansea looks out over. Is it A, Great Scallop Bay, or B, Great Oyster Bay? Shane. Shane. Um, Great Oyster Bay. Correct, Shane. Well done. You've won 100 bucks cash. Bad luck, Lee. Too slow. Too slow, but it's okay. Bad luck. Have a great day. Well done, Shane. 100 bucks cash. Yes. Everything's coming up, Shane, until you have to go and fix up your house for your house inspection. Hey, can oh, I, Shane, did you did you clean your house? I'm doing it. Yes, I'm doing it now. So you do know I, there's a difference between a man clean and a female, male <laughs> and a woman clean? Yes, I do, Kaz. I've been lifting things up and wiping under them. Oh, my. <laughs> Round of applause. Good lad. <laughs> I, I grew up with four sisters. I know what a woman clean is versus a man clean. There you go. Good. Love that, Shane. Now, Shane, you got options. You're going to take the 100 or you're going to come back tomorrow for 200? Oh, I'm going to take it. I'm not good enough to get another another one. Oh, come on, Shane. Beautiful stuff, mate. 100 bucks cash is all yours. What are you going to do to treat yourself, Shane? Well, might might need a pair of glasses. We'll have to wait to see Good on you, Shane from Newtown. Walking away with 100 bucks cash. Thanks to Creative's $50,000 first time builders boost. On now by Creative Homes. It's Triple M Breakfast. We are joined by the Premier, the Liberal Leader of Tasmania, Jeremy Rockliffe, joins us. Good morning, Jeremy. Good morning. It's great to have your company. Now, you're here with an announcement around pledges for the election. Look, that's right. And uh, we recognise that cost of living is the main challenge for many Tasmanians right now. And we've reached into support at Tasmanians over the last couple of years with respect to those challenges. But last year, we announced a renewable energy dividend. So when the hydro makes money, Tasmanians save money. And uh, we announced yesterday that we'll credit everyone's uh, power bills, effectively Tasmanian households, and there's 254,000 uh, Tasmanians will benefit from a $250 credit uh, paid uh, directly to their bill uh, before the end of this financial year. We also recognise, of course, small businesses are doing it tough as well, and they'll receive a $300 credit in the same way, and that is 35,000 really hardworking small businesses across the state. So we recognise, as we've always said, Hydro was built by our forebears, uh, blood, sweat and tears, and it's only fair that when Hydro makes money, uh, Tasmanians save money. That was a policy we announced last year, and we're supercharging that renewable energy dividend, if you like. The Labor Party have come out and said that they will charge Tasmanians for Tasmanian prices, Premier, and I know that they've described this as a sugar hit, but I think any relief into households' pay packets or relief off their cost of living it will be welcome news. This question comes in from Laura in Moona, though. She says, in the last campaign, you promised to leave the national energy market. You didn't. And power prices have gone up 22.5% in two years. Now you're promising to act on power prices. Why should Tasmanians trust that you will do that? Well, we've always acted on power prices. In fact, we've got uh, the lowest regulated power prices across the nation. Uh, That's because we've been diligent when it comes to our power policy. Uh, But also, we've also supported... Uh, many Tasmanians, vulnerable Tasmanians, uh, all uh, Tasmanians' households uh, with the record concessions, so the most generous concessions across the nation as well. And we have the lowest regulated power prices in the nation. Uh, The previous government, uh, Labor Green government, power prices went up 65%. 
I do not want to return to those dark old days. We're here to support Tasmanians. Hydro was built by Tasmanians. When hydro makes money, Tasmanians deserve to save money. And that's why last year we introduced the renewable energy dividend. And that's why we're supercharging it as well uh, with this key announcement. Okay, Premier, we've got a question on our text line. Can you please ask the Premier if he has any plans to resolve the TFUA issue that has been ongoing for almost 50 years? We do not have a home base with over 200 umpires and supporting over 80 games a weekend. Surely it's time to fix this. This is from Kim uh, Kim Dillon, the president. He's the president of the Tasmanian Football Umpires Association Premier. Yes, look, thanks very much and thanks, Kim. Great question. And firstly, can I say what a tremendous job all our umpires do across all our sports. And when I see uh, signs at sporting events saying, please respect the umpires, I couldn't agree more. Um, they have a very tough gig, uh, but you can't have the game without the umpires. So I'm very interested in what Kim is saying. Happy to sit down with Kim, get a better understanding of uh, the circumstance and see if we can act on it. And that's what we're about uh, as a Liberal Party, uh, getting out and about, listening, learning and taking action on uh, the issues that matter to Tasmanians. This is an issue that matters to Kim, and so it's an issue that I will follow up. Uh, Premier, we have spoken about the stadium here. We had Rebecca White, leader of the Labor Party, on the show. This is what she had to say about the stadium deal. He's basically scrapped the deal, putting the team in jeopardy himself because he said that in that deal he signed that the state's contribution would not be capped and that we'd be responsible for any cost blowout. So I think no matter who wins after the next election, we're going to have to sit down across the table and renegotiate. Given that where we're sitting, Premier, if you are successful in being the next Premier after the election, given that the stadium is going through the uh, project of state significance, system. We've got a high performance centre that looks like it's going to take some delays. There's going to be cost blowouts that you've then said will be bared by public uh, and private, not private investment rather. (laughs) How will you adhere to the contract without negotiation? Well, firstly, can I say that uh, what Rebecca White said is completely untrue. Uh, Just like all their hoax policies, uh, their costings are all over the place. Uh, They cannot be trusted with budget management or financial management. What we've said, very simply, uh, which is within the realms of the deal very clearly, is that we will not spend any more than $375 million, not one red cent more, on the stadium. Uh, We invest that every 45 days in health, incidentally. Uh, What we're about is securing a very good deal for Tasmania. It's brought to Tasmania uh, the 19th licence, an AFL team, uh, what Rebecca White is clearly saying is that she will kill the dream and kill the team. I'm not about that. I'm about building aspiration amongst our young people. It's been fantastic to see the success of the Jack Jumpers, for example, and how many young kids are picking up a basketball, putting down their mobile phones and being active. I want the same thing uh, for all codes of sport. Uh, AFL, we've got the team. I'm not going to kill the dream. I'm going to build infrastructure, create jobs and move forward. Is it not part and of I'm that a- contract, though, Premier, to that the, the blowout, if the stadium does blow out, that the responsibility falls on the Tasmanian government? Yeah, what is clear is that we've always said we would go out to the private sector for e- extra equity. That's what we're doing. So it's absolutely within uh, the deal. Uh, the deal is done. It is a good deal for Tasmania. It brings the Tas- a Tasmanian AFL team. It supports young people. It in- brings the AFL own investment into Tasmania of $360 million, which is exciting. And uh, I'm about building, uh, building Tasmania. And what I'm about very clearly is uh, not saying anything uh, to get elected, as the Labor Party are doing, uh, and spending with all their spendathon and the magic money tree. I'm about doing what absolutely is right for Tasmania and the right thing for Tasmania is building aspirations, supporting our young people, uh, not only when it comes to their aspirations in sport, but most importantly, uh, their aspirations in life, uh, getting a job, owning their own home, uh, getting better health services, addressing the cost of living, addressing housing and making our schools the best possible they can be for our education system. That's what I'm about and that's what I'll continue to be about. Jeremy Rockwith, we're two weeks into this election campaign. I'm sure we will hear from you again. Thanks so much for joining us on Triple M.
No worries, Tubes. Thanks very much and thanks, Kaz. Cheers. Sometimes I worry, Kaz, that when we have politicians on the show, it's difficult to cut through... I don't understand the, what the, they're yeah, saying. The, I don't. Yeah. I don't know what... And I, the stadium thing, we need to get that sorted. I don't know who's saying what now. Nick, well... They're now saying that other someone said actually, something and the other one said that someone else said something. I think... I, I, that we're we're hearing a lot of political speak. I just, I just roll want, my eyes. I know. If you're listening out there, because I cut you off. Big roll, eye roll. Because <laughs> I cut you off. Yes. Is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. It's you know. A cluster fiasco. Look, and a if you cluster don't... fiasco. Thanks, thanks. <laughs> Not the if you don't get, if you don't understand anything, send us a text. Oh yeah. four double eight double eight one zero seven three. Just put your name and suburb. I won't out you. If no. You, if you think it's a – but just ask the questions. I have to ask them every day. I do not know what they are talking about half the time. What? Well, and I ask, don't care. Can you ask me a question? I'll see if I can answer it Okay. For you. So the stadium, mm-hmm. who is going to – are we going to get one? I don't know. Because it sounds like mum and dad said, yes, you can have that for Christmas and now they're trying to get out of it. Oh, it's going to cost too much. You can have – you can't have the the – PlayStation 5, you can have a Sega Mega Drive and, you know, maybe <laughs> your aunties and uncles will cough up some more money to put towards it and you can have a better one. Yeah, oh, that's what I'm concerned. If you want to go with that analogy, I'm worried that we have been promised a PlayStation 5, and the best of the consoles, and we're getting a Sega Mega Drive from 1994. From cash converters. Correct. And we've got to use our own money if we want to upgrade it to a PlayStation 5. That's essentially what it what it's like, Kaz, and and that is a like <laughs> genuinely, we've been promised that we're getting two hundred and forty million dollars from the federal government, mm-hmm. three hundred and seventy five million from the Tasmanian government, fifteen million from the AFL, and then about eighty five million in chipping in from your aunties and uncles, aunties and uncles. What Jeremy Rockliffe is saying that. As dad, he is not chipping in any more than three hundred seventy-five million. Auntie AFL, she's not chipping in any more than fifteen million. Uncle Federal Government, he's not chipping in any more than two hundred forty million. So dad has said, "Well, we'll go and ask your other aunties and uncles we'll and neighbours." See neighbors. if you can shake some money out of your cards. Yeah. To put towards it. Yeah. What if we don't get any money in our cards, tubes? We might talk about this tomorrow because this is this is how I want to look at it now. It's a genuine. It's a genuinely great analogy, Kaz, and and I think the concern is that where are you going to put your PlayStation Five? Well, and well, that's right. You can't. Have I the, want to have it on the in the lounge room, like in the lounge room. But Mum says I've got to put it in the bedroom. No, Dad says Dad says it can be in the lounge room, but Mum says no. Well, no, I don't think that's the best place for the I PlayStation Five. I don't 5. want to dust it. Don't want it to ruin the aesthetics of my beige wooden themed lounge room. <laughs> Let's see where we go with this tomorrow, Hobart. But uh, love hearing from you. Oh four double eight double eight one zero seven three. That's the text line. We'll talk <laughs> I to you think tomorrow. I'm a genius now. I quite understand it. But have you got any solutions? I'll think of solutions. All right. We'll catch you tomorrow from <laughs> six. Have a great day. Here's what you missed. <laughs> Be nice to me, tubes. I thought you were going to say be kind. Be kind. And treat yourself. (laughs) Here's what you missed. Be kind. We're finished. (laughs) Weekdays on Triple M and anywhere on the listener app. It's Triple M.